0: Is Wi-Fi Safe for Babies? Top Fool Guide 2022 Is Wi-Fi Safe for Babies? This is a question that many parents ask. There is no easy answer, as there is still much unknown about the long-term effects of Wi-Fi on health. However, some studies suggest that Wi-Fi may be harmful to health, especially for young children. Read the article of Hero Family to know more interesting information. What is Wi-Fi radiation? The word, Wi-Fi radiation, isn't a thing. Instead, we refer to radio frequency radiation when we use it. When we use radio waves to transmit information, such as when we use Wi-Fi, we get radio frequency radiation, RF. RF is a form of EMF radiation or electromagnetic field radiation, magnetic field, and electric field. So, when we ask if Wi-Fi radiation is dangerous to newborns, we ask if non-ionizing radiation from radio frequency transmissions is harmful to babies. Although we're talking about Wi-Fi radiation from a home router, we're also exposed to the same radiation through mobile towers, cell phones, Bluetooth devices, and various other sources. However, we know that the potentially damaging effects of RF radiation build up over time and that long-term exposure poses the greatest danger. Because we are constantly exposed to it while on and working, home Wi-Fi is a potentially very harmful source of this radiation. Now that we know what we're talking about let's look at why Wi-Fi radiation is detrimental to humans and the studies that support that conclusion. Then, we'll discuss why newborns and young children are more susceptible to injury. Is Wi-Fi a dangerous technology? Much research has been conducted on the overall risks of EMF and RF radiation, including The BioInitiative Report, a compilation of over 1,800 papers highlighting the hazards of RF radiation from devices such as cell phones and routers. They studied the biological effects of these exposures in particular. They mentioned the following in the report's conclusion, even at deficient levels, EMF radiation can be damaging to the human body. DNA damage on both single and double strands, impact on the development of the brain and cranial bones in the offspring of animals exposed to cell phone radiation during pregnancy. Because it was written and published by 29 different writers, including almost a dozen doctors, bioelectromagnetics experts, and reputable scientists, the Bioinitiative study was a watershed moment. The World Health Organization classified radio frequency radiation from devices like routers as a group 2B probable human carcinogen because of this assessment. The Interphone Research published in 2010, is the most comprehensive study on the link between RF radiation, which is emitted by cell phones but is the same type of radiation emitted by your Wi-Fi network, and harmful health impacts. According to the findings of the study, if you use your cell phone for just 30 minutes every day, you'll have a 40% greater risk of developing a brain tumor. If you've used your phone for 1,640 hours, you're labeled high-risk. This high-risk group is two times more likely to develop a temporal lobe brain tumor. The temporal lobe is the part of the brain closest to the antenna when you hold your phone close to your head brain tumors were twice as likely to be discovered on the side of the head where the cell phone was used in the test group. Now, I understand that these statistics are particular to cell phone use, but keep in mind that the radiation emitted by your Wi-Fi router is the same type of radiation emitted by your cell phone, albeit at potentially different levels. These are two of the most comprehensive and well-cited studies on the link between RF radiation from devices like Wi-Fi and biological impacts. Now, let's talk about why babies are more susceptible to Wi-Fi radiation, and then we'll look at several research that demonstrates why this is the case. Is it safe to place a Wi-Fi router near baby's crib? According to scientists, children absorb more Wi-Fi radiation than adults, and babies absorb more than older children. Wi-Fi radiation in babies is significantly more severe than in older people. Wi-Fi exposure impairs tooth formation, as one could predict from something that interferes with calcium flow in the human body. Wi-Fi also has an impact on neurological development. Babies exposed to Wi-Fi have trouble differentiating between new and familiar objects. Wi-Fi exposure seems to predispose neonates to develop into youngsters with weight problems. Wi-Fi exposed babies had a higher rate of childhood leukemia. So why haven't experts issued more potent cautions regarding Wi-Fi exposure in children? Because Wi-Fi exposure is difficult to quantify, scientists are unsure how much exposure is safe and how much exposure is detrimental, although we will have more about that a little later in this article. Infants do not spend their entire lives in the exact location. Occasionally, a baby may be placed or crawled directly next to a router. Sometimes babies aren't exposed to Wi-Fi, but as 5G becomes more widely available, this will change. What should worried parents do? The risk to unborn babies during pregnancies. In 2011, ScienceDirect published a paper titled, Risk of Radiation Exposure to Children and Their Mothers. According to the text, developing beings are extremely sensitive to radiation and are subject to health risks. As a result, embryos and fetuses are the most vulnerable to EMF radiation. A Stanford research on newborn kids exposed to high doses of EMF radiation while in their mothers' wombs was published in 2012. Compared to babies exposed to lesser amounts of radiation, the researchers discovered that babies exposed to higher radiation levels had a 69% higher risk of having weight-related disorders and obesity. It was also found that when the level of EMF exposure grew, so did the danger. Another study in 2013 titled, Lifestyle Risk Factors Associated with Threatened Miscarriage, a case-control study, indicated the increased risk of miscarriages attributed to the usage of cell phones and computers. Much more research, such as this one on asthma, has backed up the idea that EMF radiation poses severe hazards to pregnant women. Why is Wi-Fi harmful to babies? A research-backed opinion. I recently published a large book called Protecting Your Children from EMF Radiation. I discuss these findings and more practical recommendations on protecting your family from EMFs, so if that seems useful, I'd recommend checking it out. This may go against your instincts, but children and babies are especially vulnerable to various threats. EMF radiation, air pollution, skin reactions, allergic reactions, and physical dangers are all factors to consider. This is because babies are not merely smaller versions of adults, they have fundamentally different biological structures and makeup. Their brain matter, skull thickness, skin density, and organ development are other than adults. According to a 2003 study, babies with thinner skulls are less capable of safeguarding their brains from EMF radiation, which can result in absorption rates as high as double from dangers such as cell phones, tablets, and Wi-Fi. Microwave radiation, which is the same radiation generated by Wi-Fi routers, is harmful to children, according to a study published in the Journal of Microscopy and Ultrastructure. The authors looked at how microwave radiation was absorbed by children and babies, including Dr. Debra Davis, the founder and president of the Environmental Health Trust. Their findings were published as follows, Exposure to microwave-emitting equipment poses a significant risk to children and adolescents. Adults are also in danger, though to a lesser extent. Children absorb microwave radiation, MWR, at a higher rate than adults. Carbon black, carbon tetrachloride, chloroform, DDT, lead, nickel, phenobarbital, styrene, diesel fuel, and gasoline are classified as class 2b potential carcinogens. Why would we expose children to microwave radiation if we didn't expose them to any other agents? Children are more vulnerable than fetuses. Pregnant women should avoid exposing their unborn children to microwave radiation. Cell phones should not be worn in bras or hijabs by adolescent girls and women. Warnings in cell phone manuals make it evident that there is an issue with overexposure. Radio transmitters, not toys, are what wireless gadgets are. It should be illegal to sell toys that contain them. Government warnings have been given, yet most of the population is unaware of them. Exposure levels are insufficient, and they should be updated accordingly. When electrical qualities are considered, a child's head absorption can be almost two times more, and absorption of the skull's bone marrow can be ten times greater than adults, according to a study published in the Journal of Electromagnetic Biology and Medicine in 2011. Furthermore, because youngsters have smaller heads, radiation of any kind has a shorter distance to travel before reaching the brain center. During development, their brains have a more significant concentration of fluids and ions, which may allow EMF radiation to enter deeper into the brain tissue. In 2011, the Encyclopedia of Environmental Health published a report titled Risk of Radiation Exposure to Children and Their Mothers. The researchers investigated the effects of ionizing and non-ionizing radiation, such as Wi-Fi, on mothers and their offspring both within and outside the womb. According to the research, radiation sensitivity and the development of radiation-induced disease are higher in developing organisms. Prenatal development is very vulnerable to radiation exposure, characterized by rapid cell proliferation, differentiation, and migration. As a result, radiation exposure to embryos and fetuses is a significant problem for radiological safety and human health. Another study looked into whether in utero exposure to magnetic fields, a type of EMF, albeit not the sort that Wi-Fi emits, increased the risk of childhood obesity. Over 13 years, the researchers monitored 733 mothers and their children. Finally, they discovered, they may have come off as a little perplexing, but I wanted to provide you with a direct statement from the research. In other words, babies exposed to higher levels of magnetic field radiation while in the womb had a 69% increased chance of developing weight problems later in life. I mention it in the context of this post to demonstrate that babies, both inside and outside the womb, are more vulnerable to all types of EMF radiation, including the RF radiation emitted by Wi-Fi let's talk about how we can lower the risk and safeguard our children now that we've discussed what Wi-Fi radiation is and why it's dangerous, especially for babies. How to keep your child safe from Wi-Fi radiation. I won't go into great detail here because I've already addressed it in the following two articles. However, because this post aims to determine whether Wi-Fi is hazardous to babies, I believe we must discuss some of the best strategies to shield them from that radiation source. So, first and foremost, let's speak about your router and some strategies to limit the risk of Wi-Fi in your home. Wi-Fi exposure reduction. So, your router is the source of your home's Wi-Fi. This is usually the device connected to your modem through an Ethernet cable. An auxiliary cable from your internet provider will be plugged into the back of the modem, allowing you to identify it. The modem converts the signal and provides internet. It is then usually connected to a router, which distributes the Wi-Fi signal throughout your home or office. These are sometimes combined into a single device. 1. Using Ethernet instead of Wi-Fi to connect to the internet. So, instead of relying on Wi-Fi, I'd encourage you to think about hardwiring your home. Instead of connecting your devices wirelessly, you'll have Ethernet cables extending from the router to each computer or device. I understand that this is inconvenient, but it does give your PCs faster, more reliable internet. You can utilize your cellular connection instead of connecting to Wi-Fi on your cell phones if you have an unlimited plan. If you do these things, you won't even need Wi-Fi in your house, lowering your risk of exposure to zero. If you're interested in learning how to accomplish it, I've written a step-by-step guide that you may read. This isn't the best answer for everyone, especially since Wi-Fi is a helpful tool that it's difficult to give up. 2. Protecting your Wi-Fi router. I've written about Wi-Fi router guards in a couple of posts on EMF Academy because I think they're an excellent solution if you want to keep your Wi-Fi router but reduce your exposure. It's essentially a tiny Faraday cage that fits around your router. It comes in a variety of sizes to fit just about every router. The router guards Faraday design blocks around 90% of the RF radiation emitted by the device while only limiting the range by about 10% to 20%. For most households, this isn't a problem because the router is typically powerful enough to send out more data than is required. Take a peek at this little video to learn more about how this works. It's a straightforward tool to use, and it will significantly reduce your family's exposure to RF radiation. The product is available through Smart Meter Guard, the company that created the video, or Amazon 3. Disable Wi-Fi. Reduce EMF radiation with a mechanical timer. Turning it off while you aren't using it, especially at night, is another beautiful strategy to decrease your baby's exposure to Wi-Fi radiation. If you're interested, I prepared a guide on achieving that. However, I'll tell you about my favorite method, using a simple mechanical outlet timer like this one from Amazon. This is how it works in general. The outlet timer is plugged into the wall, and then the router is plugged into the timer. The timer is then programmed to turn off at night and again in the morning. Mine is programmed to turn off at 11 p.m. and turn back on at 6 a.m. that way, your kid isn't exposed to Wi-Fi radiation at night when they are most vulnerable. Those are some excellent strategies to limit the risk of Wi-Fi exposure in your house, but I'd want to briefly discuss other beautiful ways to safeguard your infant from Wi-Fi. Other products and ideas to protect your child from Wi-Fi. I've included links to articles on how to protect your children or your pregnancy from EMF radiation throughout this piece. This is because there are too many things to do. No one expects perfection, and I'm sure this essay, like any other, will come across as a little terrifying once you start linking links. The primary line is that, yes, Wi-Fi radiation, in my opinion, can be detrimental to babies in large doses over long periods. However, that does not imply that even a tiny amount of Wi-Fi is inherently harmful. To summarize, I believe you must choose your conflicts carefully. Implement some of the things I've suggested above or below if they seem simple enough to you and make sense for your life, if not, that's fine. I'm just trying to provide you with as many options as possible so you can make an educated decision for yourself and your family. So let's have a look at a couple more options. 1. Blanket for the baby. Anti-radiation blankets are a product that I adore since they make so much sense and are so effective. It looks like a regular blanket on the exterior, but the interior is lined with a silver mesh material that prevents RF radiation, and all EMF radiation, for that matter. The wonderful thing about them is that you may use them while pregnant to protect your tummy from Wi-Fi when you're on your phone, laptop, or tablet. Many of them double as baby blankets once the baby is born to keep them warm in the cot. Disclaimer, I'm not giving medical advice here, never put a blanket in a crib with a baby, and ask your doctor or an expert when a blanket is safe for your child. 2. Purchase an EMF meter. I feel like I say this in practically every piece I write, but I believe it is a good thing. Having a reliable EMF meter is the best thing you can do if you want to make changes or adjustments to lower your overall exposure to Wi-Fi or any other EMF radiation. Let's imagine you buy the router guard I mentioned before and want to see how much of a difference it makes in your baby's nursery. You can measure the difference if you have a good EMF meter to measure RF radiation, be sure to double check since not all of them can. This is true for practically all of the items and tactics discussed in this article. There are several decent EMF meters on the market. Still, I usually recommend the Trifield TF2 since it monitors all three forms of EMF radiation, is very easy to use, and is entirely accurate for its relatively low price. Most commonly asked questions. Is it safe to keep a Wi-Fi router near a baby still in the womb? No. Having a Wi-Fi router near a baby of any age, especially a newborn, is not intelligent. Routers emit a lot of radiation, and having one near the newborn puts them at a higher risk of radiation-related issues. Does Wi-Fi have an impact on a child's development? Yes, Wi-Fi radiation can harm a developing baby, and the harm does not go away once the infant is delivered. This form of radiation can affect brain development, attention, hyperactivity, and other factors. Is Bluetooth hazardous for babies? Even though Bluetooth appears to be an excellent replacement for Wi-Fi, it still produces radio frequency radiation. This radiation is the same and can create health concerns for babies and children. Is it safe for babies to use airplane mode? Yes, airplane mode disables the signal. It is considerably safer for babies. Some experts, however, advise against allowing children to play with cell phones as they grow older because they may mistake them for toys. Conclusion. The short answer is no, according to recent studies. Wi-Fi, particularly the higher frequencies of Wi-Fi radiation, is harmful to brain development, especially in children. The long-term effects are still unclear, but it is best to avoid using Wi-Fi and all high-frequency radiation sources if you have children. This does not mean that Wi-Fi is entirely useless. It is perfectly safe for children to use in their bedrooms as a mobile device, especially when using filtered routers and apps that keep them away from wireless devices or places with a Wi-Fi signal.